Hello and welcome to Feminine Fire, a podcast where spirituality meets soulful business strategy. I'm your host, spiritual life and business coach, Beck Cazillo, here to help you ignite your inner fire and step into the highest vision for your life and business. Join me as we explore what it takes to get out of your own way, uplevel your worth, master your mindset, and build the spiritual business of your dreams. If you're a spiritual woman ready to create a life and business that truly sets your soul on fire, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. This is Feminine Fire. Happy, happy new year, beautiful human. We are back. The Feminine Fire podcast is back after a couple of weeks off over the holiday season. I hope you had a restful, joyful holiday break and you spent it exactly the way you wanted to spend it. I'm recording this episode ahead of time, so I can't say exactly how my break has been just yet, but the plan is for it to be full of lots of rest, food, family time, beach time. I can't wait. And I am so excited for today's episode because it is the first episode of 2022 and I am sharing with you the spiritual practices to make 2022 your best year in business. And it is going to be a good one. We are going to set you up with some really delicious, supportive, incredible practices that are going to really support you as you enter this new year. And I wanted to share this because one of the things I like to do when I set my yearly goals and intentions, and side note, if you haven't done that yet, I really recommend you take some time to do so. I recorded an episode last year on creating abundant and powerful business goals, the feminine way. It's episode 40. I'll link it in the show notes for you. If you haven't set your yearly goals, now is the time. Take a note and have a listen to that episode after this one to support you there. But what I like to do at the same time as setting my goals is ask myself, what resources do I need to make these goals happen? And the practices that I'm sharing today are part of that. These practices are going to support you to energetically elevate into the person you need to be in order to bring your beautiful, big vision and goals for 2022 to life. So let's get into it. The first thing you're going to do, the first practice is to create your energetic standards for your business in 2022. Now, energetic standards. This is a term that I heard first last year and I fell in love with it. When I say energetic standards, what I'm referring to are the beliefs that you hold to be true for you. These are the standards that you expect. These are the standards that you hold as true for you. There is no gray area. There is no, oh, but what if? There are no exceptions. These standards are true for you, period. And you get to create these standards. You get to choose these standards And then your job is to hold the vision for them. You create them and then you hold them as true for you. Even when you might not have seen the results yet, even when 
it might not be happening on the timeline that you desire. You hold these energetic standards as true for you no matter what. Now, I want to give you some examples of what I mean when I say energetic standards. These are standards that I've been leaning into myself, that I've been supporting my clients with, and that I would encourage you to consider and work with too. Things like, the more I look after myself, the more my business thrives. The more fun I have, the more clients I attract. The more ease I create, the more my business grows. The more I rest, the more money I make. What I want you to do is look at what you want to achieve this year. What do you want to bring to life? How do you want to feel? And then what are the energetic standards that are going to support you most to achieve those things? Now, what's important to note here is that you don't just create these once at the start of the year and then that's it. The magic is in the consistency. Consistently and continuously choosing these energetic standards for yourself, continuing to hold them as true for you, continuing to feel into them, to lean into them, to act on them, and also changing them as you need to. Because as you move through this year, things will change. You will change. Your business will change. That's the beauty of growth, right? And as such, your energetic standards will change too. This is really powerful stuff. So your first action today is to spend some time feeling into what those energetic standards are for you right now. Write them down. Put them on a sticky note and stick them on your computer. Set yourself a reminder on your phone for each week or even every day, just so that you have a prompt to check in with how you were showing up and how you are holding that energetic standard as true for you. So that is practice number one, create your energetic standards for your business in 2022. The second is to set your word for the year. And I love this practice. It's been something that I've been doing for quite a few years now. And if you listened to the last episode of last year, episode 43, you will know that my word for 2021 was grounded. And my word for the year before that was elevation. And I will share what my word for this year is in a moment. But first, I want to speak to the fact that sometimes The word for your year, this word, might just land for you. I remember for me, the word elevation landed on the summer solstice of the previous year. It just hit me as I was talking to someone. I literally, the words just flew out of my mouth. I said, 2020 is my year of elevation. And that's when I knew, that's when I knew that word had just dropped in for me. But other times, it might feel like you're consciously choosing the word. And that's what grounded was for me. I consciously chose that word because that encapsulated what my goal for the year was, what my vision for the year was. And so I want to say it doesn't matter how you go about finding this word, whether you choose it more consciously or whether it just lands for you while you're in the shower or driving or having a conversation with someone. 
However that word comes through for you, it will be the perfect word for you no matter what. Now, this might be a practice you're already familiar with, but if you're not, let me chat to this a little bit more. The way I look at it, your word for the year acts like an anchor point, a word that you can anchor your intentions into. Every decision, every action, every move you make has that energy behind it. It's a really beautiful practice to bring intentionality into your year. And if you've been around here for a while, you'll know how much I love intentionality. When you do things and act from a place of intention, you literally can't go wrong. If you do use this practice already and you already have a word for 2022, amazing. I would love to know what your word is. Come and share it with me. Send me a DM on Instagram at beck.cazillo. I would love to celebrate that for you. And if you don't have a word for the year yet, trust that it will land for you soon. And if you've never done this before, I really encourage you to give it a go. What is the word, the one word that will act as your anchor point for 2022? Now, I promised you I'd share my word for this year. My word for 2022 is expansion. And I won't lie, I really resisted this word at first because I've actually had it before and it almost felt like I wasn't allowed to have it again. Expansion was my word for the year in 2018, which was the year right after I went full-time in my business. So a year of big growth for me personally and in business. It was also the year that I got married. I fell pregnant with Noah. I literally expanded physically. Our family expanded all of the things. It was a word that felt very, very true for me in 2018. And every time I've gone to ask my intuition, okay, what's our word for 2022? Expansion is the word that keeps coming through. And I even tried to come up with alternatives that captured a similar essence. What about limitless? What about growth? And each time it was just like, nah, it's expansion. Sorry, babe, it's expansion. (laughs) So expansion it is again. And I'm really, really freaking excited for what 2022 will hold for me with that word as my anchor point. What is your word for the year? What is 2022 the year of for you? Come and let me know. These are some of my favorite conversations to have at the start of every year. I'm a sucker for a sticky beak behind the scenes. And we know too that when we claim our desires loud and proud, we are making a statement to the universe. So come and share your word of the year with me. Let's make it happen. Yes. Can you tell I am excited? That is practice number two, set your word for the year. Practice number three is embody the energy of receiving. What do I mean by this? I mean fully stepping into a space where you are open to receiving because so often we close ourselves off to receiving because Now, I want you to try this on for size. It is safer to be in the position of the giver as opposed to the receiver, because when you are giving, 
you are in control of what that looks like. I'll say that again. When you are giving, you are in control. When you are receiving, that is a whole lot more vulnerable. You're opening yourself up to the unknown. And as we know, the unknown can be scary. As women, we think we give, give, give because that's what society expects of us. Women are the givers of life, the nurturers, all of that sort of thing. We have to put everyone's needs before our own. And while that is true, the patriarchy is a very real thing. While that is true, we also have to take a step back and look at our responsibility in this and face the fact that we like giving, we enjoy giving because it also provides us with an element of control. We are in the driver's seat when we are giving. But when we are receiving, we have to let go of some of that control. We still are in control of what we say yes and no to and what we allow ourselves to receive. But in order to open ourselves up to the possibility and the opportunities, we have to let go of some of that control. We have to allow others to be in the driver's seat, for others to give to us, for the universe to give to us. We have to let go of that control in order to receive. And that feels vulnerable. It's unknown. It's scary. So instead of being open to receive, we decide to stay in control, to continue to be exclusively in the role of the giver and to shut ourselves off from receiving sound familiar. You can't see me, but I'm raising my eyebrows at you. To embody the energy of receiving is to open yourself up to whatever it is the universe has in store for you. When you're in that space, the opportunities, the possibilities are endless. What you are open to receive is limitless. It's expansive. It's exciting. But to embody that energy, to be in receivership is also to be vulnerable and open and to let go of some of that control. And it takes practice because we don't feel comfortable in that space of vulnerability. So what I want you to do is practice receiving any chance you get. This is what I mean when I say embody the energy of receiving. When someone pays you a compliment, receive it, say thank you. Don't deflect it and say, oh, I don't know about that. Or do you really think so? When someone pays you a compliment, receive it and say thank you, full stop. Just thank you, a simple thank you. Allow yourself to receive that compliment. When your partner offers to do something for you, when your kids offer to do something for you, your friend offers to do something for you, Practice receiving it. Say, that'd be great, thanks. I so appreciate you. Instead of, no, I'm okay. Don't worry about it. I've got it. Allow yourself to receive help from others. When your friend offers to pay for your coffee when you're out, receive it with grace and gratitude, but allow yourself to receive it. Are you picking up what I'm putting down here? Practice receiving in all areas of your life. When you do this, you are literally recalibrating your energy to the energy of receiving. And then this will flow into your business. You'll be more open to receiving clients, 
receiving money, receiving the full impact of the work that you are putting out into the world. So that is your next action item, practice receiving in all of the ways in all areas of your life so that you can start to embody the energy of receiving. The fourth and final practice I want to share with you today is to hold space for your vision. And this has two aspects to it. The first is trust. Like I was talking about before with the energetic standards, your job is to trust that your vision is already true for you. There are no gray areas. There are no exceptions. Your vision is yours, period. Your job is to hold space for that vision to land when it is destined to land, not on your personal timeline, but when it is destined to land. Your job is to hold the vision for as long as you need to hold it for, and it won't be a second longer or a second shorter. Trusting that your vision is yours. That is the first aspect of holding space for your vision. The second is to ground your vision through inspired action. And when I say inspired action, what I'm talking about are actions that align with your vision, actions that bring you closer to your vision. So that might be cleansing and clearing to make space for your vision, letting go of things emotionally and physically that aren't aligned with who you need to be to bring that vision into the world. It might be setting some new boundaries in life and business, having a conversation with your partner about what life will look like once this vision lands. It might be investing in your growth and learning. These actions are actions that will bring you closer to your vision. What does your vision require you to do? So holding space for your vision requires these two things, trust, first and foremost, and then consistent, inspired action. So those are the four spiritual practices I recommend to make 2022 your best year in business. I'll recap those for you now. Number one, practice number one, create your energetic standards for business in 2022. Practice number two, set your word for the year and then come and share it with me. Practice number three, embody the energy of receiving. And practice number four, hold space for your vision. So fun. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I've loved being back on the mic, sharing this with you, kicking off the new year in this really powerful way. It's my hope that you walk away from this episode feeling inspired to put these practices into action because we know that is when the magic happens. It's one thing to listen into a podcast and a whole other thing to actually put what you've learned into practice. So go and do that now. If you love today's episode, come and let me know. Leave me a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts. That is the best way to support the pod and help me get these episodes out into the ears of more spiritual business owners just like you. I am so excited for what's to come on the Feminine Fire podcast this year. Thank you for being here. 
I hope you have a fabulous rest of your day and I will see you next week.